Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new edition of the Angle Podcast. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button down below. Now, as always, I'm your host, Joey Carney. And with me today is a man that's not only violent by design, but he's someone who has completely lost his sanity. He's naturally a world-class maniac in all the best ways possible, of course. Please welcome Eric Young. How are you? And welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm good, man. Cool intro. Appreciate it. Um, so we've seen very different sides of EY looking back at your previous runs and uh, impact and TNA. What went into creating this current version of Eric Young? What made you the world-class maniac? Yeah, I don't, it was uh, the world-class maniac happened. Um, I believe uh, in, in TNA when it was transitioning to impact, I think Anthem had just bought it. Uh, MVP was, um, I believe he was doing a commissioner thing and we were setting up to work uh, the main event at Slammiversary. And it was just kind of a line that I said in the middle of one of the promos, it wasn't written. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't like really memorizing a ton of things. I'd like to just kind of take it as it comes. I said something about, you're looking at a world-class man, a world-class wrestler and a world-class maniac or something like that. And I don't really remember how it came or how it came about, but I think it's kind of cool and it's kind of singular. And I mean, I guess I kind of am all of those things. <laughs> I've been a crazy person, kind of always have been. And uh, yeah, that's just kind of an organic thing. It just kind of happened and stuck. Got it. And actually, it's kind of funny. A year ago today, today, I had the opportunity to sit down uh, and talk with Joe Doring. And we touched on a bunch of different things about Violent by Design and you know what makes it so different opposed to other factions in wrestling. And he said that it's the experience factor that comes from outside of impact that gives you guys the advantage of knowing, you know, where the business is, is going. Um, being that you are the leader of the group, what is, what do you see as being the key component of making violent by design so different? I mean, I feel part of it is, is there's, there's real world, world truth into what we're saying. And when I'm talking about the sickness and I'm talking about it, it's uh, there's some real world um, elements there. And I think a lot of the best wrestling has always kind of mirrored um society and what's going on and uh i feel like everything now is very polarizing and there's um there is no gray it's black and white it's yes and no it's red and blue and um i'm not into any of those things but i know that it's happening in the real world and uh, pro wrestling has always kind of mirrored that the other part that i think why it works well is like i you know i've known cody deaner or deaner or however you want to say i've known him for you know almost almost 20, 22, 23 years wow. and uh, kind of helped train him when he first started in the business and is one of my best friends. And we've been on vacations together and a guy that I've just, you know, he's, he's literally one of my best friends in the entire world. And Joe, I can remember me and Cody being on BCW shows when Joe first started and a guy that I always got along with, um, you know, kind of following his career a little bit loosely because I've known Scott Demore for so long and him going to Japan and becoming a triple crown winner He's just this kind of big, physical, imposing guy and uh, very singular, like a one of one. There's really never been anyone like him. And I don't know if there ever will be. Um, and that's the, the other thing is, is something that I've kind of always prided myself on. VBD is very one thing. And we're, you know, we're this kind of violent group of, of, of guys. But in the end, um, 
three people that are very different and very versatile in a bunch of different ways. And I think that's uh, what makes it work. But I think the number one thing is there's a lot of real world elements and we're, we're friends in real life and we trust each other and respect each other and know that no matter what we're given, all three of us are going to work as hard as we can and do everything possible to make, make that whatever it is a success. Yeah. And, and since you've come back to impact it's about roughly two years now, uh, you and you know, all of Violent by Design have had success there, you know, tag team gold, you being world champion. What do you see, or do you see anything within the group that you'd like to improve at this point? Yeah, yeah for me, uh, consistency, you know, it's uh, the, the, the up and down of it. Uh, you know, there, we have had a great amount of success. We've always had a great amount of failure and, you know, at, at times kind of slipping through the cracks and um, the, the position of the group not being where it is. The cool thing about it right now is, like you said, it's been around for almost two years now and which is almost unheard of in wrestling now. Like it's, you know, they're yeah. together in six months and then all of a sudden the members are fighting each other. And like, like how tight of a crew was this? How, how tight of a group was this? Like we, yeah. we were told and we were went to believe that they're this group and they trust each other and they love each other. And they're brothers, and blah, 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 blah. And then six months later, they're fighting each other. And I, I feel, and I think, Deaner feels this way and Joe, and, and I will fight <laughs> to convince impact that I believe we're just scratching the surface. There's so many storytelling elements and, and um, ways that we can go about this. There's a bunch of stuff that's kind of being tossed around right now. Some, some really cool ideas that I pitched that I think we could be heading towards over the next few months that is going to be super interesting and, and something in wrestling that I don't think has ever really been done. And uh or this a version of something that hasn't really been done. And uh, that's, that's a, that's, I'm addicted to that kind of thing, you know, like yeah. reinventing yourself and, and working towards convincing people that we're this thing or we're that thing. And uh, that to me is the drug of wrestling it is the, for lack of a better words, is manipulating people to react to things that you say and you do physically yeah. uh, getting that reaction is a drug that can't be bought. It can't, you know, can't, can't be duplicated in any way and uh i'm a, i can tell you I'm, I'm addicted to it man been addicted to it for almost 30 years yeah and uh you know looking at violent by design looking at other groups throughout wrestling you know you see some of them adding you know the the women to the group is there a chance that we could see maybe a knockout added to uh violent by design maybe a uh one of those knockouts that are just ex the same as you guys all violent yeah, definitely. I mean, there's definitely an option. Like, uh, there, there is is no world where I would say absolutely no to anything. I, I feel like my career shows that if anything, I'm I'm open to change and doing something different and uh, whatever that is. I, I think right now the time isn't right. Um, there's a couple people that I think I would push towards and I would choose, but in the end, I, I'm an employee. I don't, I don't write the show. Uh, I will say I have a ton of say in what we do and how we do it. Um, I I've earned that over, over the course of time. And, uh, I have that level of respect and that level of trust. Um, and it's, that's not lost. I mean, it's a huge honor to have that. Um, but right now I, I don't think we're ready for another member, uh, right away, but uh, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to adding uh, a, a, a girl member or another guy member, um, yeah, with the timing's right and the story's right for sure. We did it with Rhino, and I, I thought the story was cool. And I thought the timing was right, and um, I would have liked to extend it. But him, you know, having to get hip surgery and uh, you know having time off, the the split and having Heath come back and 
doing that whole story, the time was right to do it. I, I would have liked to, to extend it, but sometimes that's not the case. Yeah, I would be, and I would be remiss to not talk about or at least mention, you know, your time with Sanity, um, and now, you know, with VBD, uh, there are some similarities within the two groups, and the key being destruction. Uh, was there any Sanity influence when you and Impact were creating Violent by Design, and and what do you see being the biggest difference uh, between the two groups? Yeah, I think there, I think there is some elements of the group there, and I think a lot of that is, you know, I, I didn't. I didn't get to end, you know, I didn't get to, to, to see that thing all the way through. And that has nothing to do with me uh, or the fact that the group was popular or it was one of the most popular things on NXT and was a huge part of every show that we did anywhere we went. Uh, so, yeah, it was kind of unfinished business. And also uh, the transition of that's who I was, you know, in the wrestling world. And, and it's not that I, I can't reinvent myself. I've done it 40 times, <laughs> but it's hard, it, you know, it, and it doesn't always work. And um, I, I, I'm not afraid of hard work and I'm not afraid of trying something completely different. But the truth is, is, is that transition was the easiest for me. Um, it was what made sense to the writers at the time that I would show up and, and you know, I, well, there was no fans at the time, but it was, you know, it was kind of a big deal and it was kind of an exciting deal to Eric Young to be back in impact. And I don't know if I was a, a baby face per se, but I definitely wasn't a bad guy. You know, I definitely wasn't a heel until I turned on Rich and then that five way at Slammiversary. And then that set the tune. So that's how it was written. Uh, and obviously VBD didn't happen for, for several months after that. Um, but I, I felt it was right, you know, lo losing the, the title to Rich and, um, you know, kind of having to, you know, for lack of a better word, go back to the well and, and, you know, reconfigure myself. And, you know, the truth was, is the storytelling element was Eric Young thought, you know, everyone was against him and, you know, everyone was trying to take what he had. And the only reason Rich won is because everyone was out to get him, Scott Demore and the, the higher ups and all the other wrestlers wanted that to happen. And it happened because I was by myself and I had no backup and who better to back me up than two people that are like brothers to me, you know, and uh, that's a cool storytelling element as well. You know, telling the story of Dean or coming over and going from a comedy wrestler to, to being inviolate by design is like a lot of Eric Young, the character, and even, you know, me in real life, like I see a lot of myself in him, you know, like I, I was in that role. I was that person and nobody understands the, you know, the, the, frustration and and the um the, the the ability not to stretch yourself as a performer being in that position and uh so there's real world storytelling elements to that which makes the best stuff in wrestling yeah and i recently saw an interview uh with chris jericho actually and he basically said that uh giving to the business is one part of the job obviously but two at it's his place being that he is an experienced veteran and where you know now he's helped newer guys find their place in AEW. Being an impact that you you are a veteran now with newer talent, do you see yourself essentially doing the same thing? Yeah, I don't think I, I'm not a, a raw, raw guy. I'm not going to, you know, hold, you know, do a spear. Everyone gather around and listen to me because I know what I'm talking about. If someone asks for my advice, I give it to them. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I, I lead, I think, by example. I mean, I, I, I work hard. I show up on time. I'm professional. Um, and whatever I'm given, I'm going to do it to the utmost of my ability every single time, whether I believe in it or not, because that's the job. And uh, for me, it, it, I feel like um, 
am I a leader? I think in a roundabout way, just because of the experience level, um, the success level, uh, and, and the fact that I, I've seen a lot of different things and done a lot of different things in the business and allows me to see the wrestling business in a way that not a lot of people can. And I think Jericho is the exact same, you know, maybe just on, he's on a higher level than I am, but you know, we're cut from the same cloth where whatever we're given, we kind of do that and we do it better than anyone think we thinks we can. And, uh, I feel, you know, even like he, he's definitely calling more of the shots there than I'm calling it impact. But yeah, I, I think that we're in the same role. Like when you see him perform, like he's giving you everything he has, whether he's hurt or he's sick or whatever. And I would put myself uh, in that same boat. Like I, I'm not comparing myself to Chris Jericho success wise or in ring wise or anything, but I think we do have the same mentality. He's a really good buddy of mine. And uh, I think he would probably, probably agree with what I said. And, you know, Impact has worked with a plethora of companies uh, across the water, you know, essentially being the forbidden door. I know a lot of people throw that term around, but Impact is really the one to really just, you know, go through it and work with everybody. Uh, if Is there a group somewhere across somewhere the water uh, you feel that you it would be a great fit, you know, for Violent by Design as if the opportunity came about in a match? Yeah. I mean, I think there's, you know, there's uh, opportunities in, in all the companies, you know, like it's a really wild time to be a wrestling fan where, you, you know, th this is something that it could happen, you know, like uh, Rich Swan is the, was our world champion wrestled in, uh, Kenny Omega as their world champion. You know, and that's never really happened before two televised wrestling companies um, working kind of together. You know, I, I don't think it worked out, uh, as good as anyone kind of hoped it would have. I feel like there was a lot of missed opportunities that could have gone back and forth both ways. Um, but, but I mean, the reality is, is like, as far as a wrestler and definitely as a wrestling fan, it's there are, there's not as many rules as there used to be, which is super cool, right? Like there's, you could think, Oh man, what a, a dream match, this guy versus this guy or this group versus this group. And 10 years ago, that ain't happening. I mean, the, the companies don't work together. They're just, I mean, legally, they're not allowed to do those things. And now it's happening and, and it's happening in real time. And I'm getting to see it and experience it. So I, I don't know if I can name a single name or a single group, but I, I would be open to it because like I said, like I'm, I'm experiential and I want to, I want to experience it all, man. I'm good, bad, or indifferent. And throughout your time, you know, with TNA and Impact, you've had just, so many great matches and moments and one in particular one era in particular was when you were with the band obviously uh kevin nash and scott hall we all know that scott hall's son cody hall uh is wrestling and he's you know looking for a home to kind of call his own are there any thoughts or, or were there any thoughts to possibly bringing in cody hall to impact and maybe even joining the band with you and violent by design yeah, I mean, that's, uh, those are decisions left to people much smarter and much higher up than me. I, I have no say in who gets hired and who gets, who gets fired and who does what. Um, obviously, like the lineage there is massive. Scott Hall is a one-of-one one performer, uh, a guy that was very good to me, um, a guy that I respected and, and loved, and uh, a person that changed the wrestling business in a lot of ways. Um, you know, just a, a guy that there, there will just never be another one like him. You know, and uh, I don't know Cody personally. Um, I, I obviously wouldn't be against him him working here or working anywhere. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's a decision for somebody else, not me. <laughs> Figured out that would be cool to hear that the thoughts on that. Um, but every company has its golden eras, sort of say, with, with its pillars. You know, the Hogans, the Rocks, the Austins, uh, Cenas. 
TNA and Impact really did have four great pillars, and that's AJ Styles, Sting, Kurt Angle, and yourself, Eric Young. Uh, looking at Impact today, who would you say are the pillars of the current era uh, of Impact? Oh, I mean, you don't have to go any further than the world champion, Josh Alexander. You know, he he can work wherever he wants. I mean, he can choose. He can choose. And and he chose. He chose Impact Wrestling because it allows him to be him and be him at, at his fullest. You know, and that's the best thing about working here. And the best thing that Scott Demore and Anthem and Impact Wrestling has done is they allow you to do the things that you're good at. And they don't stifle creativity and they don't, uh, you know, write word for word what you're supposed to say and what you're supposed to do. And, and it's a very open and collaborative process. And all the best creative fields, whether it's music or film or whatever, are best when it's done in collaboration between management and, and performers. And that's what's happening. I've worked all over the place. I've worked for 10 different iterations here and I've worked for two different iterations of the other place. And I can tell you that doesn't exist. It does not exist. And uh, right now is the most fun and the most rewarding time in my wrestling career. And I've been doing it a long time. And I've been other places where I've made more money and I've done other, been other places where I, I had more say and I, you know, whatever the case may be, but this is the most fun I've ever had. And there's something very special going on here. And I think the people that really watch it and don't cloud it with like, oh, it's, it's TNA or the production value or whatever, these things that we don't have any power over if you just watch it and enjoy it for for what it is the best pro wrestling show on tv minute by minute uh written by pro wrestlers for pro wrestling fans and uh i'm super proud to be part of it and the pillar right now the number one is josh obviously uh eddie edwards uh impact probably goes out of business without a guys like him and and rich and uh you know, the Lucha Brothers and, and uh, a ton of other people, T Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan, and a lot of guys that were, were carrying this company when it barely existed. Uh, and maybe there's not a place for me to go. And, and I will always be grateful and indebted to those people. And there's a million other people and I'm forgetting names. Like <laughs> punching the head for a living. I have a terrible memory. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, Eddie would definitely be on that list for me. Obviously, Bobby Roode and James Storm Beer Money, uh, Motor City Machine Guns right now are back with the company. I mean, they changed wrestling. They changed in. They changed tag wrestling. They changed the style of pro wrestling. Alex Shelley and Chris Saban were doing wrestling that style before it was even a thing on television. You know, I wrestled Chris Saban in probably his third or fourth match ever. And I wrestled Alex Shelley in his like sixth or seventh match ever. I've known those guys forever. And they've been working that way and working that style for 20 something years and have have basically brought another way of working and another way of wrestling it to North America. And they were two of the first with them and Loki and amazing red and, and, and a bunch of other people, obviously AJ and Joe and Daniels. And it's a huge list of people that changed the, the most, the popular style of wrestling in this country. Yeah. And the last question here, Impact is returning to Chicago August uh, 12th and 13th for Emergence and Second City Slam. Obviously, Chicago being one of the better wrestling cities or well-known cities. Uh, do you have any favorite wrestling moments, either of yours or just memories you have of wrestling that took place in Chicago? Man, it, I mean, I know that I, I've definitely worked in this city a bunch of times, but as far as one that stands out, I can barely remember what I did last week. <laughs> the best thing about the wrestling industry, one of the best things is like, I do these interviews and i'll do autograph signings and stuff and people are like oh remember 
when you wrestled so-and-so and it was in this place, like, man, I don't, but now that you're saying it, it kind of does ring a bell. And I think that's part of the, the thing of, um, one, not having a great memory and never having a great memory Two, doing it for an extended period of time. And the other thing is, is I'm a person that I, I live right here, right now. I, I'm not, I'm not thinking or leaning on, on past success or past experiences. And I'm not thinking about next week. I'm thinking about right now. Yep. You know, having the best time right now, working the hardest right now, making this the most memorable thing right now. I've been like that my whole life. Uh, and there's times when it's definitely helped me and times when it's hurt me. But I mean, I'm not thinking about anything else except for this interview right now. And whether that's good or bad, I don't know. <laughs> I have a terrible memory for that kind of thing. Um, I, I can say one of my very first WWF um, backstage things and tryouts was here at the Rosemont Horizon. Uh, Lance Storm bought me pancakes that day because I was a broke <laughs> I was a broke indie worker and he bought my breakfast for me. So I remember that. Past that, I, what I know is I've never had a bad time wrestling in Chicago. I know that for certain, and this isn't made up. It's not you know it, it's not uh, pandering to the Chicago crowd because I want you to come to the show. I do want you to come to the show. But what I'm saying is is there is something special about Chicago uh, and about the passion and the energy. Uh, especially for pro wrestling here, like sports, I think is another thing, but pro wrestling, there's just something about it, something about the crowd and the passion and the energy that they bring every single time we're here. And it's, I mean, it's, it's very singular man, very special. Eric, I'm so appreciative of your time today. I know uh, you have a lot of different media things going on, but just know that the fans love you and they always will. And we all know that you deserve the best in the wrestling business and, uh, thank you for everything you've done, you know, all the matches and memories and moments. And I think it's really important to, to give the flowers and while we still can. And again, uh, thank you for your time. Yeah. Thank you, man. I mean, I'm nothing without the people that are watching and the people that support us. Uh, I'm just some bald idiot wrestling in front of nobody, but it's, uh, it's all I've wanted to do in my life and, and it's all I want to do now. And, and, uh, as sure as I'm sitting here talking to you, man, it's cheesy as hell, but I'm, I'm living my dream. I'm, you know, this is what I want to do since I was three and I'm, I'm doing it and been doing it for a long time. So it's not lost on me. I thank you to everybody that watches or supports any of this. Yes. And all the fans listening, watching, if you are in the Chicago area or looking to be there, head to uh, impactwrestling.com. You can see Eric Young and all of Impact the Emergence and Second City Slam, August 12th and 13th. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe. And again, Eric, thank you for your time. Appreciate it, man. And before you go, please like, subscribe, and check out more wrestling content right here on The Angle Podcast.